So what you saying? Money. Get out my business. Okay. What? Let's talk about how um, Jeremiah got 20 minutes left for them, and then get to this book. So we go oh, yeah, talk about right. the game without. Jeremiah, uh, so how much time you got left? Uh, so we going to go ahead and jump into the book, right? Uh, so where were we? Um, we're in chapter uh, 9. We're going 9, nine to 11. Uh, so it was 8, 9, and 10. I mean, or 9, 10, 11. It's 9, 10, 11. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we in the mix. Um, basically, <laughs> basically, we have this great situation going on right now where... Uh, he has gone through a lot of stuff. So chapter nine was pretty like intense. Uh, we have being the uncommon man. And what does that mean? Being, yeah. being uncommon like that, that was super tough. What, what, what was it? What was it? Uncommon amongst the yeah, uncommon? Uncom- yeah. Uncommon amongst yeah, the uncommon. uncommon, among the uncommon. Yeah. Army races and their, and the deceptive tactics of recruiting people they don't like. Uh, the third hell. Well, no, nah, I think I think it's more so the Navy Seals. Black, 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 black. This is literally just a breakdown. You, you will get your. No, chance. no, I'm saying you said, but you, I'm saying you gotta be, you know, you gotta be specific. It's the, oh, it was the oh, Navy the, that was more right. Okay, you know what? Yeah, you know the Army. You know, Army mostly black. Military and yeah, and then well, the yeah, third hell was, week. Uh, still didn't. Uh, <laughs> I put down. He still didn't learn his lesson about listening to his body. And uh, keeping up with his social life, and like, what does that look like for him? Um, well, having a social life, yeah. Like, I think I think that that's it's kind of weird to say this, but it's like, yeah. man, we didn't really see nothing or hear nothing about his social life. More just the painful stuff. So it's like, when did you have time to have a social life? And like, only I'm, on Hawk. Hawk is like the only motherfucker he actually did in some way, and it's only was that fucking just training with him and running into him while training like mm-hmm. training right before he got a fucking heart surgery yeah like so, hours before so what does it mean to be an uncommon man amongst uncommon men i don't know I, I, for, I, like i don't like that like for like nigga you gotta go out with the platoon for them to like feel some type of way about understanding them but he, it was just crazy, all the stuff that he was saying and what what he had going on, why he was actually being told what to help him out. There's something like that, this. yeah, like I don't, it's like pretty jarring to me to see like this dude going through all of these things and like doesn't really have an outlet to handle it, you know? Like that part was like the part that kind of made me think about things past and present, right? Like where where are where are you lying in this situation where does this where does all of this go where does all this tension come from and when you're comparing yourself to someone else you have to first make sure that like that person's personal bar is high enough for you to even trying to compare yourself to like you can't call yourself an uncommon man amongst uncommon men if you the person you're comparing to is a homeless person it's like there's high there's people that are higher than them so then, what do you like? Not, but remember, he said, "Be like." Remember, he also said, "Like being uncommon, you know, is not necessarily what he's doing. Don't be like you. Ain't got to be like him. It could be uncommon against whatever you're into." So then, for what now he doing- now he realized now he realized that toward like maybe he realized that but that was toward the, what the end of chapter ten. We realized that or said that. 
Mm. Well, he was like, yeah, yeah we need started to chapter um, ten. Started chapter ten, he kind of came came up came awake of himself and was like, oh, yeah. you don't have to do like, hey, you don't have to go out here and like destroy your body to prove that you're an uncommon man amongst uncommon men. Mm. Like you could do like so that's what I'm saying. Like what other things if we're not out here like destroying our bodies, what else could we be doing? Like like something yeah. in our day to day lives. Like could could uh, could just being able to raise a child make you uncommon? In an un to like is that a is that something worthy of it? Like what other things other than because he does have a shit right. That's that, that shouldn't make you uncommon, but it does make you. Uncommon. It does, yes, yeah. it yeah. Like you see yeah. what I'm saying? Like it being a being a good father. In today's day yeah. and age, makes you uncommon. Well, now in the past generations, because man, we we good fathers out here. This generation is the, the generation of good fathers. This uh, by far, I think this like no no shade to our, our predecessors, but we are. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say it's in the world. That's hilarious. Like I think I think they definitely had like the right mindset. I think they had the, the their their hearts were in the right place, but they just didn't act on those intuitions. Yeah. They didn't act on those I, uh issues, right? I even seen the um a nigga a, you know, a little picture on social media, like a dude left to get milk and he never came back, but then four years later he came back. He even brought the milk. He brought the milk back. Hey, you gotta it, it gotta count for something. It has to count. You gotta acknowledge that. Yeah, you gotta welcome that brother back to fatherhood. Came. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That that low key is the truth, though. And other than that, like, so what? So what else do we find uncommon? Like, I think uh, <laughs> JB mentioned this while we were off the air. He was like, "Dang, here, what other forms of revenue don't you have?" And I tell people all the time, like, I I don't need. Maybe be and maybe because I've been spoiled by my like earlier life where I had the ability to do all the things that most people are trying to do right now because I was in the NFL or because of the proximity of people that I live next to. But like now it's just like I just see this vision for myself where it's like, what position can I put my people in where they don't have to struggle no more? And that's the only thing that comes to my mind. That's the only thing I care about. And I don't know if that's like fair of me or not, but like I want to keep no, that going. I was, so, so I was, I was uh, talking to Ashley yesterday about that exact thing. That she always like be, why be you more try? specific on who Ashley is. Yeah, yeah you're that's on live my, right that's, now. That's, that's my, oh, that's my wife. My wife Ashley, okay. uh, and um, she was like, "Why you always talk about getting a billion dollars?" And I said, because everybody don't got the capacity for that. When you think about the, your generation and generational wealth, like not to say like they couldn't do it. They, you, you have to have a long to behind it. You got to have reasons and, and a capacity to do it. Like you have to know how to make it happen. So you got to have the right people around you too. And the right people around you, you got to know how people to gotta, So it takes so many factors yeah. to go right. And yeah. like, if you yeah. don't have people that had a mindset to want to try and figure it out, it ain't gonna never happen. So that's why I say the capacity for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and our people gotta understand that that you can't do everything by yourself. Shit, everybody got like everybody who can make billionaires, they have people to help them get there. It wasn't like fucking we just woke up and like, man, I'm be a billionaire. Let me go ahead and then just happen. 
I was watching the interview the other day. Um, I forgot who was speaking, who was talking, to, but they were talking about Jay Z and how he made the right move to to um, put the right people surrounding him. And they've been the same people forever. Like for the most part, they've been the same people forever. He, and how he got rid of Dane because Dane was trying to overplay his part. Like, remember he said on the song a couple times, like, fucking, well, her nigga saying they made hole, made hole, say, make, okay, make another hole. And now he um went like, he he got the same friends. They were saying like yeah when you go around home he got the same friends around. He's not gonna bring no new people around. Like you you might get a meeting with him, but when it comes to him going to sit down have dinner, it's gonna be the same people and it'll be the same ones he rap about that help him get the way he at business wise. And do you feel like and okay? And do you feel like having that hard cut off makes you makes you like different? Makes you strange? Like. What do you like? Do you nah. need that hard cut off? Well, no. Nah, like the, the the whole purpose purpose of that that on topic on their interview was to say that you either start with the right people or you like in order to make it, you have to have the right people around you. That's what they were saying. Like if you, it'd be a lot of people with a lot of good ideas. They were saying I had the one dude that was speaking. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I ran into Ti at the beginning of his career, and I was like, okay, this dude got the right people around." He talked, you know, you know how Ti talks and shit. Saying how he speak and how he acts different from the other rappers that he uh, managed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, you got to have the right people around because you got a lot of people around, like a lot of rappers that come out, and they and they end up keeping the same people around, and they, and they end up not going nowhere because of that." Do you okay? You so that and, I, and I always tell people this all the time, like you know, I think I'm I'm often pretty grateful for like people that I run into. Who will be like, you know, I hang around a bunch of doctors and I have a bunch of like, like affluent people around me. But like being able to have conversations with these people uh, puts me in a position to have like greater conversations, if that makes sense. Like because I'm now able to sit next to them, I'm able to steal a piece of the game and take it back to me. Like my first time learning about investing came from a doctor on a private jet. And that was he was like, hero. He was like, hero, you're always on your goddamn phone, but I'll never see you talking about your stocks. And I was like, stocks? And he was like, he was like, yeah, uh, you should invest in this and this and this. And my, my man wasn't playing. Like, I said, nah, you know, I, don't, I ain't really built for that. I ain't really got money for that. But this is where I got that saying from. If someone wants you to invest in something, they should they should buy the first stock for you. My man's really gave me the first stock right there on the plane. He Venmoed, he cashed at me the money right then and there. And said, buy it. So, so, so first off, he was like, nigga, why are you looking at my phone? But all right, <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> hey, private so jet. Hey, nigga, why are you watching me? Hey, the Lear jet, the Lear, the Lear Blackhawk jets are not that big. Like they, like I could probably, yeah. I could probably tilt that hole over if I really tried. Like them jets is not yeah. that big. Yeah. But uh, I like the same. Like Lil Duval got a plane. It's like, yeah, a, like, yeah, know, it's some, just some like motherfuckers that. got planes. Yeah, if you like a Learjet, whenever now that I've been on a few of these private jets, like I think about JPP's uh, private jet. Talk about a hero. And I was just saying, like, Talk about it. he his was custom. He <laughs> dropped out the floor and added and added like a bunch of shindigs in the back. The bathroom was full size. They had a bed, a little the rims on there, like a little like, full size like bed. <laughs> so played in that bit. Yeah, it was it was nice, way nicer, way nicer. But you know that's that's just my perspective on things. Um, where are we at? 
So then let's then talk about a little bit about um, this part of the chat book where he was being signed up to recruit. And I really feel like they used David Goggins here and he didn't he didn't peep game. He didn't peep game at, at like how how he, this could be used. So statistically speaking, uh, African-Americans and minorities are haven't transferred over to the military as high, at a higher rate as other people. But of recent as far as um, no, as the SEALs. As the SEALs, for sure. But, like, just the military in general, in the in general, the numbers aren't there. Up until recently, until this campaign of trying to get urban youth into the military, and it was sort of this thing, like, instead of the pipeline from high school to jail, it was, like, from high school to armed services. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with that until you take a closer look at the picture of how they trap some of these people into these situations by... Like, if you want to be real, they use money to get these people to do what they want to do. They give them dreams of getting out of the slums and getting out of this. But literally, that's what we pay taxes for, to keep these communities from falling into these situations. But now this is being targeted money used to directly get certain people out of there. And I don't really think that that's appropriate or or necessary. And it made me feel some type of way that he was just okay we're doing this. So I'm interested in hearing the perspective on that. Black, speak on it. So no, like, so he was a recruiter in earlier chapters, but he was speaking on how somebody, I guess somebody brought it to the attention of the commander, like, yeah, so, you know, it ain't that many black people that make seals, man. I'm like, all right, we'll, you know, see what David Goggins can do. And he had a discussion with him, like, he knew about it. Remember, we talked about that, what, last week? We talked about how yeah. he knew about the, the racial thing. He didn't say nothing about it. Yeah. As far as the military, whatever you speaking on, on recruit people like shit, hell yeah, because a lot of people ain't have a way out. Anybody can go to the military, and then most black people go to jobs where they ain't gonna get hurt. Supply, motor T, like motor T, you can get hurt, but it's like it's rare as fuck where you see a nigga in motor T just something happened to him. So they get supply jobs, intel jobs, just sweet ass jobs where they don't, where they can't, can't really be in no damage, no trouble, but. For the most part, black people go to the military and they may come home because they ain't getting their ass involved in no crazy shit. Everybody ain't crazy. But yeah. but if they didn't go, a lot of people would just be doing nothing or in jail or fucking trying to get student loans for a college if they don't want to be here. You gotta set yourself up for what you want to do. No, absolutely, absolutely. And do you so then that question then the still poses the question of like, do we have a situation now where like, yo, they're not being genuine. Like, they're not being real. Mm-hmm. Like, there is more than one way to get them out of the slum of the situation. It's, I just feel like, it, once again, it's just the it's just our government continuing to use our people as cannon fodder. And to your point, Black, they got them up. Hey, was black people smart. They got up in there, got their little check, and bounced. And that's how you should have done it. That's how it should be. Well, I but, that one is like, I, I don't get why people want to... Um... See what 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 I what I dislike about black people when they join they join and get a job where they can't transfer on the outside. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna be as supply? Yeah, we yeah we gonna mm-hmm. we gonna talk about that because when it's kind of crazy to hear like how David Goggins this this myth this man this legend he was making eighteen dollars an hour at the end of the chapter like that can't be at what real. job at uh EMT as an EMT. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she was uh, okay. What the hell could the Navy still become afterwards? If they, especially um, on social and Navy, and and that's why I was so baffled why this man, like, 
didn't he was in close proximities with generals and all these things and he couldn't find himself a little cozy administrative uh talking he didn't talk he he wasn't social enough to, to to pick up friends and network. Remember? And you know what? Yeah, talking about network. Yeah. Network, network is important as well. And and let's talk about that. We talk about how he on several occasions was brought. It was brought to attention that he needed to lighten the fuck up. That people didn't. Yeah. People within his own group didn't like hanging out with me. And this just struck me as the dude. Well, who it, was, was, it wasn't that. They, he didn't want to. He didn't hang out with them. It wasn't they like hanging out. They didn't like his ass at PT because he was trying to do too much. And he reminded me of the dude on the team that, you know, coach, we had a great practice. Coach says, all right, let's call it up. And the dude would raise his hand and be like, hey, we didn't run our gassers today. Yeah. And, and everybody just turned around <laughs> and looked at his ass. Like, if, if, you, if, you know that, if you know that boy funny, he had did a skit about that shit the other day. Like, our, our football players, the wrong dude become captain. Yeah. And they go push up and like, uh uh-huh. He's like, down. like, no, coach, no, coach, we ain't going down yet. Hey, too much. Too much. Too much. So then, JB, I ask you, what is it? What is how important is it to have, whether it's fake or real, to have some type of camaraderie with the people you work with? Like, I don't care what your feelings are. You have this needs to be done, or else you won't ever be able to assimilate to the social norms of our community. Like, you just will never fit in, and that we already know how that ended up for him. Well, I mean, shit, people like to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, networking, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know, getting a, getting around in this world. And even in the military, when it comes to a small group like he was in, because he, he, he's already in small small groups. So you definitely got to know motherfuckers, and they got to like you. Because if you're not a, 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 a officer where you can put in your own paperwork and shit like that, it's going to be hard. And he couldn't do that. And it was a problem because his second platoon wasn't like his first platoon. So his first platoon, they wanted to break their back and they had PT. But his second platoon, he trying to run these motherfuckers like they still in train. Like, dude, we're not doing that no more. We don't need to do that no more. That was just to see if you can pass. And once you pass it, y'all PT can be as, 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 as much as it needs to be and no more. Interesting, interesting. So then the question I put, ultimately comes down to is do so i mean he was already socially awkward but i he keeps it there so then uh let's just talk about how he keeps fucking up his body and not listening to it to himself this is a book about fair like him just not paying attention to basic signs it ain't well, even basic I, I, I'm surprised it's way beyond basic signs yeah i'm surprised you ain't catch the um your thing he wrote you know focus how unfocused he was when he went to the um Yo, to the Delta shit. Yeah, they, you make a great point there. But like, it's just like because there was so much other things going on. But like, if you had told me like someone had his wife and child at gunpoint and that's why he was doing this, that would make me believe like, okay, yeah. But the moment motherfucker had a hangnail and would leave the leave the forces like. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> like, and I love how, like, at the end of the chapter, he talks about how all his past platoon people and what they're doing, and how they're all they're so much more successful than he is. And he's like, in all of that, like, wow, I can't believe this person who failed this test that I passed is doing better than me. Like, bro, you don't understand how that happened. You don't see why being 
so hard headed with these. Well, things. he see he see why they told him why he understood that afterward. He like yeah, you know. Yeah. Maybe I did so and so, and it's kind of and it's kind of perfect the way he ended the book in that topic. So then let's so y'all, if y'all see how he is now, he learn he's learned. Yeah. Like he do a lot of interviews. I mean, that's why he wrote. Well, shit, he basically doing a podcast. So basically, that's right. You know, but that, but like man, he could have been able to do a little bit more stuff that he if if he learned shit. quicker. If he just listened, it, it wasn't like he didn't learn it. He like you know he just he was just hard headed. Just hard at it. Yeah, he heard it. He just ain't listen. Cause my nigga, you could have been there. Like went to the Delta things. When he was out there, he he went to the wrong mountain. Like what the fuck is? How the fuck do you do that? Lost your focus. With a compass. Yo, with a with compass. A compass and you as a Navy hey, SEAL though. Yeah, I can yeah. I can get to where I need to go with a with a, with a map. That nigga, was the, Navy SEAL. Yo, that was something that made me like just doubt him like ethically like i was like i don't think i would trust this dude to pull a piece out the fucking oven no more like bro you were <laughs> you were leading the pack you had everything else you had every step and you were just so caught up in your own imagination that you forgot where yeah, you were he, going he was he, he, he got the he, he like damn i'm really doing i'm about to do this i'm about to graduate and i look down at the matter like damn i'm in the wrong spot Nigga, what the f-? and then he did it again <sighs> and when he felt that first bump, letting him know he was heading back towards the base, that shit was humbling. That shit yeah, was the first, the, the, the first time, the, the first time he fell is because he ran down a mountain and fucked himself up. Yep. Second time because he he barely made it and they he like they ain't accepting that. Yep. So then let's talk about his transition into like he's now into this social life. We go into chapter ten a little bit. Um, and he finds a new a new focal point. He wants yeah. to complete this pull up challenge, and I and he's and he and this is this is where we talk about where he doesn't listen, right? Could you okay? So let's say this is let's paint this situation. You have a goal you want to attain, and you want to then raise the bar on that 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 goal. You see the person who is currently holding the record. You see their physique, you see their their form, their technique. You look at that and say, "Nope, fuck it, I'm gonna do it my way." Yeah. Why? Why? Well, is he- no, basically because he he okay he him him doing it the way he doing it was something different because his size and his arm looks stuff. Like many people in the comments were saying that. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you want you want, you going you put too much weight on your hands. And remember, I told y'all about that um shit a few books back where. I, I thought I was that man in boot camp with the pull-ups because I'm doing 40-something pull-ups. And then there was a rock climber there. So I'm doing my pull-ups, and I'm, you know, 30-something, and I hear a motherfucker like, 65, when I look over, and I'm like, okay, I'm done, you know? So <laughs> he doing this pull-up, he stop on one arm, shake his arm, shake the other arm, and then keep going. I'm like, all right, cool, that ain't me. That ain't my, that ain't what I, I ain't leaving that. Hey, can we talk about a, a situation where you thought you was that man and somebody humbled you real quick? That's Man, a hell of a story. JB, JB, you ever had a situation like that? JB, you ever had a situation like that? I'll tell y'all a story about me. JB, you got one? Yeah, man. I, I had somebody sell circles around me. I thought I was killing it. You said they swim circles around you? No, he was selling circles around me. I thought I was oh, okay. the man. I oh, okay. It worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. I thought I was the man. He he come through. I'm like, oh man, I gotta learn something from this brother right here. Cause that's uh, smooth talking, boy. 
Uh, Who do y'all know that worked at um, ProTel? It was a telemarketing place on um, Lansing when we went to North. Because I worked there. Do y'all remember that? Or y'all, y'all ain't had no run of that, wasn't it? Like, no. it was so many of us from North working at ProTel. Telemarketing shit. Making those sales. No, I didn't know anyone that worked there, but the one situation I remember, it took me back to football. To use a football example, I forget his name, but we called him. We called him Mickey. We called him Mickey uh, Mouse because he always had these big ass. He was offensive lineman, right tackle. He had these big ass white gloves that just looked like Mickey, like. Uh, yeah. And it was just super. He was just a massive individual, and I was put on circuit with him to do shoulder shoulder shrugs on my circuit during our summer training. And he was like, come on, Rook, get, get, go ahead, get us started. So, you know, I put 225 on the shoulder to warm up on it. You know, I'm doing my shoulder shrugs. Uh, what is it? Uh, five sets of five sets of 20. So, you know, I think 225, okay, that's easy for me to do. Like, I'm going to just do a warm up, right? And he come over and says, all right. Uh, he come back over and he says, I- I'll wait, I'll wait. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll go to 285, you know, because I'm like, all right, you know, I still got to do like 20 more of these things. So I still keep waiting. And it wasn't until I got to 365, and that was like my last set, that he was like, okay, I'm ready to start warming up. And I just didn't, I, it just didn't even register my brain that he didn't even want to work out with me. Like, I thought he was just being lazy or didn't want to get started. And then I sat there and watched this man go all the way up to three. Oh, no, watch this man go all the way up to 500 pounds on shoulder shrugs for four sets of 20. And that nigga really don't care. That, that he, <laughs> you got like, to say something, you shrug 500 pounds and not care. <laughs> yeah, so anytime he shrugged his shoulders, you just knew he was 500 pounds of I don't care. And yeah. it was a humbling ass experience. A humbling ass experience. Um, But in the next chapter, I mean, in the next segment, uh, we talk about um his failures with this and on the today show first on the today show and it was something once again once again and this is what i talk about where they use him and he doesn't understand that he's being used so who you think who, who you think using him this time because it's something still, he wanted to do no i mean i think he was still in the face of the military no nah, they remember the, um he got told that he couldn't do it because um what just uh, happened with um that, that book. Love, or, yeah, that yeah book. that book so he's like, yeah, you can't be on today's show. He went anyway. No, he asked for permission. He got cleared. No, nah, you know, he got cleared beforehand. And then after the book came out, they told us that, no, you can't do it because um, because Buddy was talking, he's like, this has nothing to do with that. And I wasn't talking about nothing military-wise. But this, but this and I'm trying to raise more, money. And But this even speaks to more of his lack of training. He didn't test out the bar. He didn't have all the equipment and staff that he needed there. He like he was just so unprepared. Like He just thinks so, like... So he, he, you you thought well, remember when he got there, he got on the bar. He was like, "Damn, this ain't you know, this ain't it's supposed to be better than this." Because they it, they set that bar. He like it's a little loose, but I think I can make it work. See, seeing that he was his first time ever doing it, he didn't know that he needed that bar to be a lot Tuck. more sturdier. Yeah, but I mean, with, with that, the, but that still goes to his lack of preparedness. Yeah. His yeah. lack of his lack of preparedness. Hey, y'all hearing all this? Y'all hearing? No, nah, we hear none, bro. Nothing. Um. So and like, so what do you think about that first failure? Like, what did you have any? Like, when I first was reading, I thought he was actually going to accomplish it. Did you? Did you see him failing that first attempt, Black? 
Shit, I ain't think he was going to accomplish it after he made he he, he got what to a fifteen hundred when he started having problems the first time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no. Nah. But today show, but it was him being him. You would think somehow persevered, but fucking he did. And that was something I enjoyed seeing. Like it, it, the body really will let you down. No, no, no matter how strong your mind is, the body will fail you first. Always, always. So, like, that was something interesting to see there. But then he, when he comes back from round two, because he also, like, lost all the all the fucking uh, peripheral tissue on his fucking fingers. Like, I think he was down to the muscle and bones on his fingers, which is, like, he was taking corduroy shots to, like, subsidize the pain and all that stuff. But I love his second attempt because he came back with with nutrition ideas knowledge padding like he just had form figured things that he could be better off at and that makes him that would that made him better as a person all together right did and then pay attention because <laughs> i'm hungry than a motherfucker so we we have a dilemma where black has sent his meal to the wrong location uh jb has arrived at his current location so uh yeah. excuse the technical difficulties everybody but we're back we're back and uh we might have some hangry people in the room, but, you know, we'll, we'll make it. But uh, then we could just push to chapter uh, 11. Because um, uh, he, this was, oh, wait, before we go to chapter 11, we got to talk about his heart condition and just the <laughs> the mountain of trouble that that caused him and how, how, how he was able to prevent that. So he had already had his first surgery and, um, he had done his, I think he was going for his second one. He was being evaluated for his second one. But every time he went to a cardiologist or a thoracic surgeon, they told him his shit looked clean. They've had him on thyroid medication because that's a big thing with uh, people who don't regulate their adrenaline uh, enough. That's what the thyroid helps you guys do. And he his hormone um, all was totally off balance because of all the training and punishment his body had been, been put through. It was kind of sad to see the thing that made his physical body so strong was destroying his internal body. And that was yeah. like something that was pretty like lethargic to see and hear. Um, have you guys ever done like something wanted or done something so strongly or believed it so strongly that it started to affect other aspects of your life? Do you have any examples of that? I was like, have you guys ever done any try like wanted or done something so and believed in it with such passion and vigor that they started to affect other parts of your life? I mean when I did that seventy five hours. Mm. I mean I wasn't quitting for nothing. But uh, you know, I had the support of my wife, so it shit worked out. But um, yeah, I I wasn't as present as I could have been. But it also made a lot of other parts of my life a lot better, though. So it had a it had an overall plus to you. Yeah, I think I think the principle of the whole thing made my life better. Mm. What about you, Black? Uh, I don't think I really. Ever went too far above what I what I what I wanted to do to reach something. So nah, not really. I ain't doing that kind of shit. Smarter, not harder for me. No, I can't be mad at that. I think the one thing that's like 
like strikeouts for me is uh probably probably the pursuit of like uh getting people to like me like I I I spent a lot of time uh when I was going transitioning over into the medical field trying to get people to like me for for me and found out that like oh hey what is what do you want to do oh I, well I work out after work so that's where I'm going and I would invite people to the gym with me and people would be like oh I don't go to the gym and I'd be like oh okay but you know, I'd be like, all right, so what are you doing after work? Oh, we're going to go to happy hour. Well, I don't drink, but you know, I would still come and sit down with them at happy hour. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't, I ain't, I ain't saying you got to lift 400 pounds, but if you saying you want to get to know me, this is, this is me. So come get to know me on my own turf. And I think like for a long time, I stopped as I, like, I used to just make leeway for other people without giving grace to myself. So I stopped that. But, um, the thing in closing in just chapter 10 and just learning about his body chapter chapter 10 is just him coming to terms with the fact that his body will let him down before his mind does and i think that's something a lot of people you will in blacks in to black's point work smarter not harder your mind is 10 times stronger than your body and the sooner you figure that out the better off you're gonna be uh if you jeremiah gone jeremiah say he about to be gone all right, Jamara, right, we'll keep uh we'll keep uh Justin Fields up there just for you though. Yeah, we almost done anyway, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to the point. So then let's get let's finish up with chapter eleven real quick, shall we? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then for chapter eleven, we have a situation here where, you know, he he. He hasn't found the answers to his problems yet. He's still struggling every day with uh, these pains. He notices the lumps on his body, which is, first of all, if you are a person, I don't know about y'all, but when I take a shower, I touch every fucking surface of my fucking body. Ain't no way. You know, you got to wash up, right? So shit, like, <laughs> you leave a spot, out, you uh, clean. But he said he touched, he said he got a knot on his head. He had a knot somewhere else, and they get grew bigger. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck he said, that. but it wasn't. They wasn't tumors and then like nigga, well, I don't know what. I nah, bro, you missed me with that shit. Like you, yeah, not, you, yeah, <laughs> like bro, you gotta know these things about your body, and that speaks sort of like to his mentality. He doesn't, he he has all these lessons and all these things, all these resources, and he still be ending up on the far end. So when he's, and this is something that's crazy about the end of this book. And, and this is what I this is probably the the biggest message I, I got from this book. You in life you have to be flexible, because what ended up saving this man is regiment of training and flexibility, range of motion. Like I take pride in being able to say I could do a, a scissor split. Like that shit makes me happy. Be- but like it also means something. About you can do a split, hero. Scissor split, man. I do it for the ladies. <laughs> for the ladies only um, uh, but the thing that I I love is that he got nutrition he got nutrition added in he started like taking days off and just understanding the importance yeah. of this thing and what does that mean to to your personal life for you to be able to enact those personal things taking a fuck and just have a personal life bro yeah taking yeah. a break like bro like throughout the whole book we knew it wasn't about his kids but god damn I forgot he had kids like <laughs> Like man, yeah. like damn, you, you yeah. want you want to get a father at all, my boy? 
and and it makes me and it makes me wonder like what was the toll for all the shit that you got now was it worth yeah. the impact to your kids and like ultimately like did you accomplish I hope they probably got their own book yeah they gonna need one or at least a therapist or something <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gonna say some uh at the military like people say that for real though like if military wanted me to have a wife understand what the issue be and hey. they gonna say that he like i got the first two wasn't right like i like with the way he did live his life, it, it had to be his fault the marriages ain't working. I understand it about the first one. I would have I never married her, but I don't know about the second one. <sighs> I feel like, especially for women, women have this nurturing nature where they see someone in pain and just want to try and heal them. Yeah. When in, in reality, it should be like, yo, what about the damage you're gonna incur? Like this dude, this dude didn't care. He would leave. He would leave people in a drop of drop of, And I will say this: shout out to his mom for staying by him through thick and thin. Like she, yeah. she knew where she knew where her bread was butter. Like to see her still like, no, nah, we ain't calling emergency. Uh, we, I'm gonna drive your ass there because just because she has that much faith in herself to get her son to safety before a trained professional, it just speaks to sort of the sort of a toxic nature of where this debilitating crippling idea where he has to be the strongest came from. It came from not taking proper care of self. And I think that's what the overall message of this book, you can't hurt me. Isn't really about being tough. It's about being able to listen to yourself when you're hurt. Like, yo, when you are hurt, do you know it? Because you not being, you can't hurt me could be perceived as I'm too tough when it means you can't hurt me really means you don't know when you're hurt because you're ignorant to the facts. You're you're ignoring your body. You're ignoring the signs and symptoms. I think it's more so is is more so that you can't do it because everything that you would like to do, I've done worse. Because mm. he's done all the worst shit to himself. It wasn't like yeah, all the worst shit he's been through came from him. So everything else a motherfucker can do for him ain't gonna be shit. Mm. And you can't. I'm already fucking as broke down as I can be. Motherfucker tried to do a pull-up competition right out of the out of a heart surgery, and the first heart surgery failed, so they didn't close it up yeah. as like as much as they supposed to. And he running a mile and a half, and he dying. Why are you running to work every day? Like people like that used to get on my fucking nerves <laughs> in the service bro. Like, why are you doing so much? Like, we go for like, we're like, it's like a full line to run, and we end up running 10 miles. I'm like, what the fuck was this for? We got nothing out of this 10 miles of time, bro. Like, we ain't, I am not running, bro. That's why I got, I'm like, I had to go, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not a runner, bro. I'm not running, bro. I'm going to die before I run. I run two miles every, every day when I go yeah. to the gym. And, and I tell you, and I say this all the time, I get to like 0. 0.75, 0. 0.85. I'm like, I'm gonna walk the rest of this shit out. Like who yeah. who like if my body's just hurting my knees, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, man, you know, good time. I'm two miles for me, twelve uh fifteen minutes. Hey, if I remember when I used to run in a mile in, in, in seventeen minutes. So now I'm down to two in yeah. fifteen. I'm like, okay, I'm happy with this shit. But I get yeah. to one point seven. A mile should be like I tell people like a mile, I ain't been a mile is fucking amazing. 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 When you're doing more than that, you're doing too like you're really doing too much. Just if you don't have no type of goal outside of just accomplishing, like bro, your goals gotta mean something, bro. You yeah. running for nothing just to you know see if you could do it. That shit is pointless at, at a certain point in life. No, nah, totally. I ain't running ten miles just to see if I can do it. I don't give a fuck. I got a car. I got 
hundred mountain bikes in my garage. I got Uber. <laughs> All right, so then let's then let's speak on on the facts of this. So, uh, can't hurt me. We've completed the book. Uh, what what what's your star rating on this? What's your feelings on this? I mean, I wouldn't. I can't rate the book because it's nothing to rate on. It's autobiography, so it's on. It's, it's based off him. Mm-hmm. I can't rate him because fucking shit. He he made he did what he wanted to do as far as mostly everything. So that's good. He 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 pushed himself way too far. But yeah, she just so like a lot of to the, compared to the other books. Is it uh, is it on the upper half of the better books? Lower half? I don't think we've no. really read. I don't think we've really read a bad book. Yeah, see, but because because it's autobiography, I can't compare it to other books. We didn't really like. For me, I didn't really get no mess up. Like it was just me. Like, but for me, I'm not doing. I'm not gonna work like that, bro. I'm not gonna do that shit. If I can't do something, I just can't do it, bro. I'm a heavy equipment operator. I sit on my ass, so yeah. You just gotta make sure that. I don't need the. Man. I don't need the. Yeah, I don't need the over over operate other motherfuckers, bro. We in the union. Get paid the same. <laughs> yeah, you, do, you tell everybody the same thing. Me and you make the same amount. Yeah. You can't talk shit to me. But the, the yeah. thing that I will say that uh, okay, so for me, this book, this book is is it ranks pretty high for me. But as far as substance and content. I, yeah. I just didn't find it that interesting because early on in the book we found out that this dude is just hard headed, and yeah. and if the message at the end wasn't so pure, I probably would have, would have, would dislike this book. But I think it's 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 a good book as far as if you get the right message from it, if you are yeah. really paying but attention. It does teach you that networking is important. Hell of important. Hell of important. So I, I I'm not gonna say it's a terrible book, but I like I'm happy. I can say I read it now. Yeah. And yeah, like and I, I, I believe that, like you say about his eighteen dollars an hour, I think I think he he told the job what he liked and over how much he could make because I don't believe that's the only thing he could have got. No, well, his, I, po- his pod, like my podcast, I literally have five people here, and I love all five of you that are watching this mm-hmm. with me, and I'm and I'm making yeah. money off of Papa Bezos. If he's getting just a this, that podcast had over one hundred, uh, had over a hundred thousand views, and that was just on uh, Audible. So I know, like yeah. iTunes and what's it called, he has millions of views. So he's yeah. he's set for the rest of his life. He'll never have to work another yeah. day in his life. He could yeah. just go out and. Get so I think he's just doing something he like. like yeah, you know, yeah, he, for he sure. Feel like he need, he like want to take care of people, and that's yeah. cool, bro. No, absolutely. I, I, I take that job over. I t- I tell people do what they like and love over. Yeah, over what they make money off of. No facts, no facts, facts, facts. Well, shit, hell, is uh, anything you want to throw out there, Black? No, nah, we just need to figure out a new book. They, I was thinking about watching. They can, they can <laughs> tell us what books they think we should yeah, read. Yeah, suggest the book in the comment section below. But I was actually thinking about reading uh, the like this conspiracy book. It's like how do conspiracies become? Like how do conspiracy theories get born? Like and where do they come from? How do people like? How do they catch fire? And I, a, it was, a lot of well, everything catch fire on social media. Once you post something that that got some type of anything in it, mm-hmm. that make like it, you just post the um, title. You don't have to have no substance or nothing in the um paragraph autograph. I mean um the the, the, the paragraph or the article or nothing because ain't nobody gonna read that. They are gonna read the title and they're like, man, yeah, that could happen. You know, Earth is flat, fucking. <laughs> All type of weird shit, bro. Like, I always ask them, like, you know, when they when they were doing that big Earth discussion, like, what do the world have to gain in whether the Earth is 
flat or round? Like, if they lied about it, like, what are they gaining from that? What do you gain from that? What can you gain from that? I, that's why, as long as it's a conspiracy theory that isn't going to hurt people, I don't care. Like, oh, yeah. Earth's flat. Look, all I hear is when someone says yeah. I'm a, earth, a flat earther is that you have a group or community that you meet up with once a week and y'all talk about shit that y'all like. That's no difference than yeah. the person saying, oh, Dungeon and Jack Dragons is my favorite game. All right. Y'all meet up once yeah. a week in y'all mama's basement and y'all talk about that shit. Yeah. But the moment yeah, they start, that's weird. Like, yeah. If you, if you don't if you have nothing to affect us or no reason to do nothing to us, I don't feel like I'm even going to talk about it no more. Like, if it's flat, it's flat. If it's not, it's not, bro. Because what are we gaining from not doing, like, knowing that either war? Because anybody traveled to the edge and fell off yet. Still still waiting for that one cruise ship to fall off the edge and not come back. I'm still waiting on that reporting in the loop. But hey, we'll, we'll find a one for next week. But I appreciate everybody that I hope Rob is still out of the Nah, Rob, Rob, ain't never done with that. Yeah, okay. But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on my line and we feel some fight. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is sight. Slow it down and we can catch the vibes. The vibes, the vibes.